This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, there is a conflict erupting between two Republicans in Congress over the spending bill for the government. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy does not want the omnibus bill to be pushed through before the end of this year. He wants it to be considered in January when a new Congress is in place and Republicans are in control of the House. McCarthy spoke at a press conference and referred to Alabama Senator Richard Shelby and his work on crafting the $1.7 trillion bill. McCarthy did not refer to Shelby by name exactly, But since Shelby is the ranking member of the U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee, he was directly involved in this government spending bill. Also, Shelby is retiring and has officially left his Senate office. You read the paper today? America set a new record last month. The largest deficit, $248 billion. We're 20 days before the new members are being sworn in. We've got two members leading appropriations in the Senate who will no longer be here or be able to be held accountable to the constituents. We've got an omni bill that takes 12 appropriation bills and puts them all together and adds the baseline somewhere about $100 billion. A talk of the majority right now who wants to put a small continuing resolution to bump all the members up two days before Christmas, to try to vote on a package they cannot read, written by two individuals who will not be here, on spending for the entire government. They should not jam the American public. We cannot afford it. We should not move a short-term CR. We should move one further into the new year. Shelby says that McCarthy is picking this fight over the budget to garner a coalition so that he will be more likely to be voted in as Speaker of the House. Shelby says there are a lot of things in this spending bill he does not like, but for the sake of the military, veterans, and those in need of help, the spending bill should be voted on without causing a government shutdown. Also, as one of his last acts before leaving office, Shelby placed $656 million worth of earmarks in that spending bill that would fund 17 projects here in Alabama. Well, there are more cases emerging here in the state of automotive suppliers using child labor to make their parts. Apparently, two suppliers for Hyundai and Kia automobiles have been found to employ underage workers, according to Reuters. There are also six other investigations underway. Reuters says that they interviewed a hundred current and former employees at the factories, along with labor recruiters and state and federal officials. They found out that child labor was used at Huashin America Corporation in Greenville and Asian Industrial Company in Cusetta. The Reuters report even details how Huashin in Greenville hired a 14-year-old Guatemalan girl to assemble auto body components. Other former production employees also confirmed that they have worked alongside minors. The Birmingham Waterworks plans to spend $73 million in 2023 to build up infrastructure within its utility. $2 million of those dollars will be used to improve the Lake Purdy Dam by constructing downstream concrete buttresses to help the reservoir's bedrock and reduce any erosion. The Lake Purdy Reservoir and Dam provides water to the Birmingham Treatment Plant, which processes 80 million gallons per day. Other projects that the money will be used for include replacing pipelines and maintenance and repair. There's also going to be a 3.9% rate hike this coming year, which is designed to cover the rising costs of chemicals, power, and labor. 
Birmingham Waterworks has come under public scrutiny as of late for inaccurate billing issues. And just two months ago, the Alabama Attorney General asked for documents from the Birmingham Waterworks regarding their planned rate increase. AG Steve Marshall's office has not yet released a public comment on what they found in those documents. Bluestone Coke Company will pay a fine to the Jefferson County Health Department for leaks that polluted the air. The company will pay $925,000 to that health agency for leaks coming from the coking plants, which is where coal is heated at very high temperatures in order to burn off the impurities. It's supposed to be done in an airtight facility. However, leaky oven doors were discovered by the health department back in 2021, and this led to the denial of renewing an operating permit for that company. If the coal company pays the fine and repairs the leaks, it can begin the process of returning to operations. The Bluestone Coke Company is owned by the family of West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. Over the weekend, millions of green and red-ribboned wreaths were placed in national cemeteries for our fallen heroes. Wreaths Across America is the organization that makes that happen, and they utilize family members as well as volunteers to show up on certain days and place those wreaths. In Alabama, there were hundreds of wreaths placed at all the markers at the Montevallo National Cemetery. WBRC News caught up with several families that were there to place a wreath. It, it just <clears throat> brings my heart down to see all these people turn out and do this for us. My brother-in-law was a full colonel in the Air Force, and he ch- chose to be buried here at the National Cemetery in Montevallo. And so we're up here today for the laying of the wreaths. But when they get through, it changes the whole complexion of the cemetery. And, uh, you know, if, if, if this doesn't do something to you, then, you know, you need to go somewhere else. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, there is a lawsuit regarding the 2020 election results that has been quietly working its way up to the actual U.S. Supreme Court. And in just a few weeks, the Supreme Court justices will sit down and hold a conference about that case. The nature of the lawsuit allows the justices to decide on it just from conference. They don't necessarily have to have oral arguments. The lawsuit was launched out of Utah by four brothers from the Brunson family. The lawsuit claims that Congress members failed to uphold their oath of office back in 2020 when U.S. citizens and constituents pleaded and advocated for Congress to look into election fraud issues as well as violations of state and federal election laws. The lawsuit suggests that this was a violation of those Congress members' sworn duty to protect the U.S. Constitution from enemies, foreign or domestic. The Brunson brothers are not holding back in this lawsuit. They are actually petitioning the U.S. Supreme Court to remove the president and vice president from office, as well as 291 House members and 94 senators who all voted to certify the electors without taking time to listen to or investigate the credible allegations of fraud and foreign election interference. The scheduled hearing on this case is January 6 of 2023. The National Director for Priests for Life, Frank Pavone, has now been removed from the Office of Priesthood by the Pope himself. Pavone has spent his entire life and ministry promoting pro-life values and ending abortion. Over the weekend, Pavone was dismissed from the clerical state without possibility of appeal. In a letter, there were claims coming from the U.S. Archbishop Christophe Pierre that Pavone engaged in blasphemous communications on social media. Pavone immediately wrote on social media about this major change in his life by saying that in every profession, including the priesthood, if you defend the unborn, you will be treated like them. 
Pavone says that the only difference is that when someone on social media is canceled or aborted, as he termed it, they should continue to speak loud and clear. A joint medical study of the COVID-19 vaccine effects is now out, and it included researchers from the Food and Drug Administration. That report is making waves since the study links the increase in blood clots and blood clot-related deaths to the COVID-19 vaccine that is made by Pfizer in particular. This study was conducted by FDA researchers, Acumen LLC, the Department of Economics, Stanford University, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Now two doctors who were banned from social media back in 2021 for speaking out about the COVID vaccine injuries and deaths have been restored to social media, and they're commenting on this latest study. Doctors Peter McCullough and Robert Malone believe they have been justified for what they warned Americans about two years ago when it comes to the mRNA vaccines causing more problems than COVID itself. Here's Dr. Malone speaking to The New American. I think we're all owed an apology. I think that this data that they have been withholding, it's not just the 18 to 49-year-old triple-boost efficacy data. It is a ton of information. They've been intentionally withholding it. That's why we've been attacked. It is unjust. We are the ones, it turns out we are completely vindicated. We have been speaking truth, and it's a truth that's been hidden from the American public. And more important, it's been hidden from other physicians, and it's been hidden from public health authorities. The report can be found on the Science Direct website. And two young girls have been found safe and sound in Louisiana after leaving their home property to chase their golden retriever dog and getting lost in the woods for about five hours. The dog, Artemis, did not leave the girls alone, but stayed with them and even provided warmth as the night closed in. As you can imagine, the parents were in a panic when the seven- and four-year-old girls just disappeared from the yard. The sheriff's office was brought in and deployed canine units, ATVs, and drones to try and locate them. The girls and the dog were found about a mile from where they had been. They were discovered by a searcher when Artemis, the dog, started barking. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he does a segment called Let Them Eat Cake. We see it in John Kerry flying on his personal jet to Iceland to receive an award for climate leadership in which he has successfully lectured the rest of us to fly less. We see it in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who accepted a $30,000 pair of tickets to the Met Gala in New York while wearing an expensive gown that was emblazoned with the phrase, Tax the Rich! Who does she think she was hobnobbing with that night? We see it in Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who declined to define what a woman is during her confirmation hearings, despite the fact that her job is to fairly and judiciously rule on matters of law that may at some point involve questions of gender discrimination. We see it in Nancy Pelosi, railing against the pandemic and the unvaccinated, and yet having an unwillingness to stop going to get her hair done in a salon that was supposed to be closed and she had it open just for her. And being bipartisan here, we can see it in Senator McConnell. Mitch McConnell siding with Democrats for a massive omnibus spending bill right now during a lame duck session of Congress, knowing full well that Republicans could have a say in the budget in just a little over a month if he would wait. So let them eat cake. It's a dangerous mindset. It only comes, too, that dangerous mindset only comes when they lose touch with the people and when the job becomes their identity. The lofty positions of leadership in our society are special, and they should be. But the shine comes off the apple when those holding the positions forget they don't own the positions and when the position owns them. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org.
If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the daily detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 